Living Above Mediocrity, Episode 1. Hey, I'm Shane. Welcome to Living Above Mediocrity. This is our first episode of this podcast. And what we're going to do with this podcast is look into uh, our mind and how to reprogram our subconscious mind with visualization using techniques from hypnosis, from NLP, from EFT, and many other um, tools and models to help us learn to improve our lives and to help us learn how to achieve the goals that we set and learn how to properly set goals. And so that's what we'll be dealing with on this podcast, this being our very first episode. We want to look today at the thought of the map is not the territory. Now that phrase was first coined by a fellow named Alfred Korzybski. And Alfred worked in the general semantics field in the 1900s. Basically what this phrase means is that our map and models of how the world works will only ever be an approximate or an estimation of the actual world. Of course this makes sense at an intuitive level. An actual map of your city, your state, your country by necessity has been scaled down in order to be practical. Specific elements have been filtered out in the process to create a decent or useful representation of the streets and the pathways of the city uh, for you to be able to navigate more easily through the streets. Buildings have been removed. Some streets don't have names on them. Uh, You certainly can't see the state of pedestrian pavements and sidewalks. You don't know what kind of shape these sidewalks are in, whether the sidewalks are closed due to construction. So this representation is useful in helping you get from place to place, but looking at the place on the map is a lot different than being at the place and having 100% of your sensory intake that takes place in the real world, seeing all the details that the map has filtered out. We like maps, and we like models, and they're useful, and that's why we rely on them, especially as NLP practitioners. What's important to remember, though, is the real world is always developing. It's always changing. Present states are changing. We hope for the better, But in the same breath as the real world develops, so must our maps and models. To ensure that we understand fully, let's consider that in 1969, a map of New York City will be hugely different than a map in 2019, 50 years later. Physical models of our realities change so it should be understood that mental models of our realities are also subject to change as well. We're always creating mental models of our world. The information available to us is too vast. It's been said that our brain takes in 2 million bits of information in any given second. 
but can only process 134 bits of that information. So we can see that that information has been filtered down quite a bit from 2 million down to 134. So a lot of things get left out uh, so that we can function. But we're always creating these models and the information, as I said, is, is just too much to process at one time, too much stimuli for us to create a model and keep it for any extended amount of time. So how do we go about updating our mental models? Well, now that we're aware that we have mental models, we can start by noticing what we might otherwise miss. Ask questions of our assumptions and the stories we tell ourselves about who and what we are, who other people are to us, and how the world works around us. It would be sensible for us also to look at where our own mental models have come from. We all have unique mental maps that we've built of the world that we live in. And our world is unique to ourselves, and no one else knows our world based on our mental maps. Our mental maps are created from the experiences that we have on a day-to-day -day basis, the perceptions that we have of happenings and circumstances, and those add or take away from our experiences. As we all sense things in unique and personal ways, our mental maps are similar to our fingerprints. No one has the same fingerprint, and no one has the same mental map. Mental maps are our subjective perceptions of the world as we see it. Our mental maps are personal maps of the same world. The world is massive, it's complicated, and it is truly beyond our total comprehension. What is our personal mental map? We form opinions, conclusions, and assumptions on a daily basis. Our beliefs are formed from these maps. We form attitudes, and we see things from perceptions of things that happen to us. As human beings, we automatically consider all of this information that stimulates our senses. This is what forms the complicities of our reality and from this forms our personal beliefs. External information that's consumed by us is filtered through all of our core beliefs. In essence, that is our mental map. We understand and we feel that we're objective as we see things as they are, especially as practitioners of NLP. We might not be as objective as we want to be, as we're all conditioned to accept the world not as it is, but as we are. With every decision that we make, we do so acting per our awareness. If our awareness is limited or faulty, or our thoughts and actions will follow us, or follow suit, it's a surprise that different people offer different witness accounts of the same incident. You can have two people witnessing the same thing that happens and have two completely different stories. 
because of their mental map and their perception of the event that took place. To be the best possible version of ourselves, it's crucial that we expand the perception of our reality. When we believe in something so strongly, we're keen to call it truth and will go to great lengths to proclaim it. In turn, we can also find ourselves becoming defensive about our beliefs when they conflict with the beliefs of others. Without the correct training and practice, our minds are not capable of holding conflicting beliefs. It will, without training, cause internal conflict or cognitive dissonance. We all have different perspectives from each other. The observations we make are primarily used to support perceptions, experiences, assumptions, and beliefs, however random or specific. Primarily, our observations are influenced by what we want to see. For example, think about a group of friends walking down a busy main street. They'll all see and notice different things despite all heading in the same direction and going to the same place. One of the people in the group may look in the shop windows. Another may focus on someone else walking by. Another might miss it all as their attention is fixed on something on their phone. And that's where most people's attention is fixed these days. That's an episode in and of itself. Put down your dang phone. But it's the same street. They're headed in the same direction, but they all have different perceptions. Our mental maps can be so different as we occupy the same world. It's important for us to realize that our maps are, in fact, different from each other. Doing so helps us to communicate a lot more effectively. We all instinctively communicate using our own map without a thought for the map of the other person that we're talking with. And when this happens, communication breaks down. Appreciating that other people have different maps from us will help avoid stress and frustration. This will also serve as a conduit for improved communication between each other. Our maps can improve and expand through new experiences and new learnings. In doing so, we can change our attitudes toward a specific thing, a person, or an idea. We can call this life experience, but it's not dependent on our age. It is maturity that drives our willingness to consider perspectives that differ from our own. In one way, the more mistakes we make, the more we can learn from them, from these lessons learned and life experiences gained. Our mental maps become more and more detailed and more representative of the world map. Some thoughts for reflection. One, how much effort do you make to understand other people's mental maps? Two, how might you explain this idea, the map is not the territory, to another person? And three, 
What steps could you take today to expand your appreciation for reality and better recognize whatever maps you might have that's limiting yourself and has been limiting yourself for years? Well, that does it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you being here and part of our audience. Make sure to check us out at livingabovemediocrity.com. There you can find more articles and thoughts on uh, personal development, self-improvement, NLP, hypnosis, and a powerful technique called mindscaping. So check us out there. Remember, livingabovemediocrity.com. Again, I'm Shane. I thank you for being with us, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.